Well, hello. You are listening to the Swinging Flamingo Podcast. This is a sexually explicit podcast, and you must be 18 to listen unless you want to share an awkward listening experience with your parents. This is not professional advice. This is our opinion based on our journey through the swinging lifestyle. So, are you ready to flamingo with us? Well, hello everyone. I just wanted to say the swinging flamingos have not melted in our record Texas heat this month. Did you realize we are right there at the record numbers? I don't care to be. This is not fat kid weather, so I'm dying already. (laughs) So with that said, how is your summer starting? It's been crazy, super busy. We've had a lot going on already, which has kind of led us to even bigger delays in our recording. But again, we don't do this for a living, so it is what it is. Well, and we're still putting out one uh, one a month. It just isn't on time. <laughs> I don't think we're ever on time, so it's not hurting anything regardless. Yeah, exactly. Well, one of the things that we've had going on is we had our boy move back home, which I think we talked about at the last episode. I'm not sure we did because we had just come back from the car show, and that was literally when he decided to leave his little woman. Yep, well... That was unexpected for us. Yeah, but I'm glad because he's back to having fun with all his friends and hanging out again. He was in an an abusive relationship, you could say. Very controlling. Yeah, not physically, but man, she was not good to him. Yeah. But he's back with us, so that means I can't walk around naked around the house anymore. So much for being an empty nester. And you can't tan naked outside. Yes, I can. He just can't look. (laughs) I have to warn him. Well, with that said, you're back to the working world again. Yeah, I actually, I would say I started out temping and they loved me so much they kept me on. What's not to love about you? Yeah, I'm amazing. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Mm-hmm. And as long as you're paid for it, you can be whatever you want. <laughs> That's kind of changed up our dynamic a little bit. We used to be able to run a lot more and you could travel with me and scheduling was a non-issue. But now we have to look at your time off and time on. And see if it coordinates with events. I think it's been an adjustment for you, too, because, you know, you're kind of like, oh, I'm going down to San Antonio. You want to go? Nope. Sorry. And then I have the house to myself when I'm off the road, which is totally weird to me. Yep. And you're used to me cleaning and mowing and stuff like that. And now on the weekends, I'm having to do it. (laughs) My work travels picked up finally, which I'm glad. I think you were glad as well getting me out of the house. I know the other guys in my company that do what I do as far as reps were ready to get back out on the road. I think we finally just kind of came to the point that said, hey, we're not customer service people via the phone. We have to be in front of live people to do our jobs. And they've started allowing us some time on the road finally. So that's why we've been really busy this summer. It feels like this summer's flying by because we're just busy with adult life. We're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves. When we finally release this, we will pretty much be at Naughty New Orleans. Summer's here whether we want to or not. I'm excited. I can't wait. Well, it's kind of like, you know, keep your hands and feet inside till the ride stops moving. That's basically what happens the next month. Yep. We're not sure how long this episode's going to be today. We were kind of jotting down a few notes, and there's been a lot happen since the last time we recorded. And as we said, a bunch more coming up over the next four weeks. That It's going to be a crazy, crazy bit. We have Pod Bash coming up, and we actually have a chat going on for that, and it's like, crazy like I had to turn my notifications off because every day it's like bing 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 
I'm sure you're sitting at work and everybody's wondering what who's texting you constantly. Yeah, but luckily I have that screen where if you're on the side of it, you can't see. Because let me tell you how many um, dick and vaginas I see during the day. <laughs> Do you feel like you're back at the doctor's <laughs> office again? Yes. <laughs> well, I think Podbash is going to be huge this year. The rooms are booking up, constantly adding new people to the chat group. It seems like all our people that went last year are re-upping for this year as well. well what's crazy about this upcoming Podbash is we have some podcasters that will be there that aren't necessarily on the roster, but were there last year and are now entering their first year as podcasters. So it's going to be a totally different dynamic. I think the party group is going to be fun. I know the chat is, as you said, going crazy. It's been a lot of fun people. So I think it's just going up from here. Everybody's already getting excited. And this isn't until mid-October. I mean, you have several different little, I want to say, I guess, sub chats from the chat group going on too. I got a little side action going, a little side hustle. (laughs) You have a side hustle for sure. You're aware of what's going on in these side hustles. We'll talk about one of the side hustles is we actually got to go to dinner or lunch with one of the couples that are attending this year they were in town visiting and it took both of us some work to meet up in the same place but we had a fun lunch and got to know a new couple before they show up in Florida yeah and I look forward to meeting them and getting to know them a little bit more now that we've met the first initial in-person meet because everyone knows I'm a face-to-face person even though you do online I do face-to-face so I'll be glad to hang out with them at the pool setting. They're also the ones that I insulted and got the wrong room number. So they're like, sorry about that. I said, yeah, that was fucking Adam, not y'all. <laughs> There's your mouth running, getting us in trouble. Well, hey, that was something else I wanted to bring up is we recently recorded, or actually a month ago, recorded with Adam and Kelly of The Naked Relationship. Oh, yeah, that was a fun and interesting conversation. So make sure you guys go and check that out. Now, we can't tell you when it's going to be out because, again, it's Adam and Kelly. It could be out next week. Next month, next year, hell, it could be out after we're past. (laughs) You never know what those do, but I hope they get it edited and out there. I got to give those two credit. Those two are dragging the bottom as far as releasing episodes. They are worse than us. And I give them a lot of shit about that on the chat too, which is awesome. Well, it's because they're busy with life though. They've got a lot going on. Wait, 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 wait. They're kids. They shouldn't have to be dealing with the shit we do. Whatever. They're not as busy as us. Yes, they are. No, they're not. It was a fun interview because it's different dynamics, the way that we play versus them and even the way they play together. Like, it's just, it was very interesting, our conversation. Well, they asked a couple questions and you and I kind of sat here and looked at each other like, oh shit, do we want to answer that? Or do you want to answer it? Or do we need to discuss it before we answer it with them? They kind of cut us off guard a little bit. Yeah. And that don't happen too often. I got to say, this is some pretty good wine that we're drinking tonight. I usually don't drink while we're recording because I'm usually doing keto, but I've started putting carbs back in, and I was craving a glass of wine tonight for a change. Yep, I had to go through my 50 bottles of wine to figure out which one you wanted to drink. Yeah, I was being all bougie. I said, no, that one's too sweet. That one's too dry. Find a different one. (laughs) But going back to the chat that we talked about, one of my little side hustles, she and I was talking, and I wanted to bring up this story. She was telling me, now she's in a corporate setting, And she gave me permission to use this story. But yesterday, she popped up and said, you won't believe this. I just got a dick pic from one of our interns. Right off the bat, I said, well, was this intentional or accidental? And she said, I don't know. I need to find out. So she did a little digging and asked him. And this 23-year-old intern in the corporate business world came back and said, oh, yeah, it's intentional. I was thinking of you this morning and thought I needed to send this. HR nightmare. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, she was telling me, she was like, it's not going to be a good conversation either way, but if he screwed up and meant to send it to a girlfriend or something, hey, that's one thing. But when he bombarded her with an unwanted dick pic, then she has to have an unpleasant talk with him. Hopefully he doesn't have her name in the phone and just accidentally mixed up. Because, I mean, you've done that before where you've accidentally sent not to, to the a wrong customer, person. Not to my boss. I'm you, all, I'm all you paranoid You sent me now. a picture when you were sending it to a side hustle. And oh. I was like, oh, thanks for the naked picture. No, I, whatever. <laughs> I'm going to call your ass out on this show. You're like, like I, don't, I don't play with anything that small. Who the fuck is this? <laughs> oh, now, now, well, I checked now. in with her this morning and asked how that turned out, and they actually did a suspension on the kid. Oh, wow. It was basically, re- I didn't, haven't told you that till now, he was actually released from his job, was suspended from school, and they were actually talking about kicking him out, but she asked that they not. Now, here's the bad part, and I know some other podcasters talk about how inappropriate it is to send dick pics. This is a 23-year-old kid, that young man. Actually, I should probably say kid. He isn't mentally developed yet, but look at the wrecking he's done on his career. Yep. She said, you know, he was a pretty good worker, you know, had his shit together, with the exception of that. Now he has something on his record that eventually he's going to have to answer to. Why were you suspended from school for six or eight months? Well, unfortunately, I I think that the younger generation, they don't realize that you can't be out there with stuff. You know, like our generations, we're a little more private with stuff. And where they're just like, everything's open, so they don't think about it the way we do. I know when our kids first started getting electronics, especially our boy, we had to sit down with him and said, look, you may want to send girls this, but don't. And I literally told him, do not put anything out there to anyone else or on the web that you would not want your grandmother to view. Yeah. Because well, it will come back to bite you. Yeah. And we even said, be careful on, you know, if you're 17, 18, you know, on your girlfriend who, if, if she's younger, you know, like we, you have to think about all that stuff nowadays. It's not really lifestyle related, but I know there's a lot of unsolicited dick pics and that's usually a topic of conversation. So when she brought that up, I'm like, oh, can I use this story? Cause it's, it's golden. Oh, yeah. But men out there, teach your sons to do better. Which I will say, I've only had one dick pic. I'm shocked I've only had one. You said it was mine, so. (laughs) I know, right? All right. So all my listeners, please send me a dick pic. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, Oh, shit. You're going to get blown up now. (laughs) Well, you don't. here's the bad part. You don't answer the fucking social media 90% of the time. So you're getting them sent to me, hooker. (laughs) Damn it. I'll be like, like, what the fuck? Here's another one for you. I'm just going to forward them. I'm going to forward them to your work phone. Okay, let's move on. All right, another big event we have coming up is the Oklahoma City Pool Party. There's actually two in Oklahoma City. And we'll be attending both of them, but the one we've been attending the last 15 years is the club OKC's Pool Party. This now, is the one we talk about oh, every summer. We love it. We do a big episode on it, and we've actually had people listen to the episode and this, this coming year sign up for it. Yes. We've had to validate a few people which if you do want to go you do have to be validated you can't just show up off the street but we have a small little entourage of newbies coming with us so if you want to go please let us know because this is this is one of the most chill and i don't know this is just my favorite lifestyle uh pool party we go to i just that's the reason we've been going to it for 15 years and i have to say of everything that's coming up this is what i'm the most excited about yeah i agree well last year was a Pretty good year for me. You did a lot of hot husbanding and bringing me girls by the, or women by the room rather. Hot husbanding. Hot husbanding. <laughs> I like that term. 
Yep. We definitely, we, we go out of our comfort zone um, at this pool party. And I, I look forward to seeing what we tried this summer. Because the last two, we've tried different things. I have a feeling this summer is going to lead to some new things. I got a kick out of the ones you brought me last year. Let me see. I either was dealing with uh, girls that just broke up or some of them that you brought me actually ended up breaking up with their boyfriends, spouses, whatever. So I'm a little bit uh, disappointed and a little bit proud of that both. (laughs) That's kind of mean of me, isn't it? Uh I got a little bit of an evil side. But it was fun. I'm hoping to try some new stuff and hopefully we'll have some new experiences. We'll talk about new experiences. Here we are just now 10 minutes in the show talking about our non-girlfriend girlfriend KB. We've been hanging out with her as normal, and we took her to a car show, and we had a talk with her about bringing in other people with her involved. And she said, you know, she was pretty much down to play with whoever we wanted to play with. And a few nights ago, we got a message from her saying, hey, I know the pool party's coming up. I know you have people that are coming. She said, do what you want to. I won't make it weird, which was pretty cool. That's yeah. that's a neat way to be. You know, she we have no control over her. She has no control over us. It's just when we're in the vicinity, we're kind of a unit. And we started bringing up to her, would you be interested in playing with some of these people we were? And I'm kind of sharing pictures between her and the other couples. And these other couples are kind of like, fuck yeah, bring her along too. So I think there's going to be some new twists on how we play at the pool party. Yep. It'll be interesting and exciting to find out what actually happens. But it looks like for this pool party, we'll be going in Sunday to Sunday once again. Hell, eventually we're, we're just going to be there for the whole month, I have a feeling. It started off when we first started going Thursday and Friday, Saturday. Then we start going Wednesday and Tuesday. And now we show up the Sunday before and stay till the following Sunday. It's and, hell. It's like we live there for the whole month. And we're still running nonstop the whole week that we're there, seeing people doing stuff. It's the craziest thing we go to. If you live in the lower Midwest, it's well worth the time and money to make that trip. So as we mentioned before, here in a couple of days, we will be leaving for the granddaddy of all lifestyle events in the United States, Naughty and I have Orleans. a feeling this one's going to be huge. Let me go and ask you, what's your take on it this year? What do you think? I think that since everything's kind of opened back up, it's going to be big this year. I really do. You think uh, pre-COVID records possibly big? Yeah, I do. It'll be interesting to see. During COVID, they had that little 200 people that turned up on the news due to COVID cases. And then the year after was smaller, but seems like this year, everybody we talked to is heading back down that were regulars. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. Well, let me ask you, since we're this will be our first time as podcasters, have we got our gimmick figured out? Isn't that what podcasters do down there? We have no gimmick. Oh my goodness. Well, you mean, you know, I, I think we need to put a parking cone up our ass and light it. Isn't that, you know, you got to do something to get attention. I mean, God forbid you just meet people and uh, work off that. Nope, gimmicks are not for us. We've said that all along. <laughs> People love us because you're a smart ass and I'm sweet. Hmm. Is that, are you sure not backwards on that? Nope, not at all. Well, the other bad thing about it is I think it, listeners are going to get tired of hearing it. I think we'll probably just do a one episode on it. I know some podcasters will carry it out for three months and do every day a separate podcast. And Yeah, we usually t- typically just do the one just because... I mean, there is so much, but... Fuck, I don't care about when you stop to get gas on the way down, and I don't care about... Yeah. You went to CVS to buy condoms, and Jesus Christ, stick with the details. Well, so let's get to it. What's our expectations for the week? Lots of fun. We're going to be ambassadors this year, like we did at the Temptation Cruise, so there will be a little bit of work involved, but I don't remember it being this long, but we are there from Wednesday to Sunday. Well, it's because normally you're working, but I'm there... And I usually help them out, just volunteer. (laughs) 
I'm always stuffing bags. I like, I like to get paid for my time, so I guess I'm different than you. Nope, I just like to help. We're try, still trying to decide if we're going down Monday or Tuesday. We'll definitely be there Tuesday. but Yeah, because Monday's 4th of July, so it's kind of hard to decide. Yeah, but we still got a eight-hour drive down there, plus getting set up. We'll have fun. We'll talk about that next next pod bash or podcast. Well, this will be the first year that we haven't gone all out and dressed up. I'm still not even 100% sure what the theme nights are. It's just we've committed to this for some time, but haven't really got super excited about well, go, going all out. I'm, maybe maybe I've just changed a little bit since the COVID. It doesn't seem near as important. Well, and I also think since we're ambassadors, we don't know what nights we're working, what nights. And I have gotten, the older I get, I want to take a smaller bag. I'm tired of packing so much. And then I only wear like two things. So I'm just not going to dress up this time. Well, I'd seen another podcaster had posted that they were literally packing right now or packed last week. Hell, yeah, it was, was two weeks week. away. <laughs> I'm showing you pictures. I'm like, this is insane. Now, I haven't told you this yet, but we got some people showing up. Do you remember Natasha and Boris? <gasps> oh, my God. I actually reached out. Now, really? We, yeah, they're, they're coming. So a little back history on these couple. You're already drooling over there. Oh my God. I do not do PDA, but I was DTF and I'm usually not. You were dry humping the fuck out of him in a couple clubs. I, on the street, everywhere. And I normally am not that way. So a little back history, as I was saying, we met this couple on the balcony one night and they had some friends and their friends were kind of not really taking the hint to go away. And we went and played with their friends, but we hit it off with them pretty good and then saw them the next day and... The PDA got a little out of control. Yeah, like I said, I don't normally, I am normally like almost an ice queen, I guess is what a lot of people have said, but no, not him. <laughs> so do we, do we give a quick uh, lowdown what this couple look like? I guess we better since we're, yeah. since we're not usually this. He is, he is Korean German. And she was Ukrainian or Russian or something. Yep. That's why we call them Boris and Natasha. They were just, they were yeah ungodly fine. Yep. Oh. Okay, we're going to have to move on. Now, the other thing that I laughed at is you'd been through a streak of, or I'm going to say 0 for 10 on guys that couldn't get it up. And this guy was dry humping you in the middle of a bar. And we're like, okay. And even his wife was like, damn, baby, you're getting a little excited there. And <laughs> Kimmy here's like, okay, shit works. We need to do it here at the room or something. <laughs> but long story short, female timing interrupted yep. everything where we couldn't play. Yep. And they were out for the rest of the weekend. Yeah, they just disappeared after yeah. that because they were so disappointed. Yeah. But I, I messaged them this week, and they're like, hell yeah, we're going to be there. So Of we're, course we're, you did. Yeah, I'm like, we're going to have to find them, and we're just going to have to commit to. Well, hopefully we see them again because there's a, so much, so many people. So hopefully we can track them down. Well, this goes back to our rule. If we want to do it, we say, hey, are you ready to go to the room? Yep. We're not going to pussyfoot around this time. Yep. I agree. I thought you'd get a kick out of that story. Oh, yeah. I'm down. I'm ready. Let's go. Back up right <laughs> yeah, now. You're, you're ready to load up at the moment. Yep. I just I just changed your mood about the whole event. That's right. Now, talking about changing up some of the stuff that we do, we always like to try new things. And we kind of did that this last month. You actually, I, you said you got a hall pass, but I don't feel like it's a hall pass. What would you call it then? I feel like we just pushed our limits or tried a, tried a new thing. Like, it's not a hall pass to me. To me, it just felt like a hall pass because yeah. how do we set this up? What's the best way to put it? Basically, I had to go up to Oklahoma for family stuff. And um, our non-girlfriend girlfriend came down to Texas. She was messaging, are, you know, are we going to Oklahoma this weekend? And I just said, Kimmy's heading up there. I'm staying here. And I just, you know, a little bit of banter back and forth. And you popped off that I should take her to dinner. 
Yeah. And I made the comment. I said, well, do you want to go eat while you're down here? And of course she came back food or my pussy and I was showing you and you're like, you could go play with her if you wanted. Yeah. So it just kind of escalated from there. But that's the thing though, is that the reason I just, I'm so comfortable with her that it didn't bother me. And I had a lot of, um, I had to go back up for family stuff. So I had things going on and I, I knew where you were. I knew who you were with. I knew that I was comfortable with whatever was happening and I wasn't hounding you like, Oh, where are you guys at? Are you eating? Are you back at the hotel? Like I was like, okay, whatever. In fact, at one point I was just like, are you going to stay the night? What are you doing? You know what I mean? Like there wasn't, I was cool with everything. Well, we had actually finished playing when you were, I think she FaceTimed you or vice versa. She FaceTimed me because you were like, seriously, you FaceTime her and not me. (laughs) Yeah. Which that's not my bit anyway, but I was like, Oh, I hear my wife talking. And something said, you said, are you going home? I'm like, oh, that wasn't even ever discussed, which I just literally had a bag of clothes to change depending on where we went and a toothbrush. I, I didn't even go into it with the intention of staying. And I asked her, she said, you can stay if you want to. So again, I didn't really plan on having a weekend overnight date with uh, Miss KB. Well, but what I figured, just knowing how we play with her, which is what I assumed your playtime was like also because of our chemistry as I'm assuming kind of the same that it would go late into the night and then you'd be tired. So I was like, okay, that's fine. But anyway, so you can tell your... I don't know how much I need to cover here, but what do you want me to cover? I don't know, whatever you want. I already told you we fucked like rabbits. That came out. (laughs) Multiple times. (laughs) Yeah, which she's got a sex drive like I do, which kind of when we want to do it, we want to do it. Yeah. Instead of a lot of, there's not a lot of planning. So I came in, met her at the hotel and she was still getting dressed, which led to me dry humping her for a few minutes and... We already had plans to go to dinner at a certain time. She's like, you want to get a quickie in? I'm like, well, I guess we can. So we did that and then cleaned up and went to dinner. And then I guess we did the gay hood that night. Yep. Which because it was it was uh, Pride, Pride. They just started Pride. So we went to a couple places down there. I don't, we didn't go to S4, did we? Yes, you did. And you ran into a bunch of Texas people. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot about See, that. Yeah, I know more about your date yeah, than you. you. Did. I, I kept trying to think about where. <laughs> I, I know we hit two or three places. Because you guys left F4 and then the line was long and you didn't realize you could just literally walk back in because you had a bracelet on. Oh, well, thank you for refreshing me, but I do remember that now. <laughs> oh, that was part of the deal. Some, you know, some of the people that we, we knew and she's met through the travels were out there for pride. So we hung out with them for a bit. It is interesting, though, because a lot of people are like, well... Where's Kimmy? <laughs> yeah, when I was sending friend requests and you know what whatnot, they're like, Oh, that wasn't your wife. I'm like, No, that's non girlfriend, girlfriend. Yeah. And like you said, some of them had brought brought up where were you at? And I said, Oh, she's up in Oklahoma, which they didn't know us well enough to really know what our dynamic was. Yeah. And I know they've never seen me out with another girl before. No. That group thinks that we're literally up each other's butts, I think. Yeah. <laughs> which is probably pretty close. But yeah. We have never seen them out away from each other. Then she and I went back to the room and played and talked to you and played some more. We went to sleep quickly thereafter, which I told you, you know, once we were done and talked to you, there wasn't much snuggling. It's like, all right, good night. And she and I toss and turn in bed. So we basically just lay with our asses to each other and play footsie till we fall asleep. It's because you didn't have me in the middle of y'all. Right. Like a vampire. <laughs> yep. That's what, that's what we laugh is you basically cocoon up in the middle and she and I flip and turn around you. Yep. I've been lucky enough to be in the middle once. I'm like, oh, I can't take this because I turn and you lay still and she turns. So it's just the best uh, fitting of you being in the middle. (laughs) But then we got up early the next morning and did it one more time. And in her normal fashion, she's like, okay, bye and split. Yep. Which we laugh. There's not a lot of 
goodbyes with her. She's just like, no. I'm out of here. Peace. Well, and that's the thing that I like is that it's, I don't want to say there's not an emotional connection, but I feel like all of our emotional connections on the same level. I don't know. Does that make sense? Like we're not, we're not clingy. We're not needing something. We're not missing something. I just feel like we, you know, it is what it is. Well, you have offered recently even for me to go out or play separately with other wives that you're comfortable with. And I've turned it down. Yeah. I, I'm just, I'm comfortable with her and it's it's a good fit. And I think the fact that we're kind of a little unit makes it easier for me. I told you it did feel weird. Uh, it, it felt weird waking up next to her without, without, without there. you there. Yeah. yeah, you know, Out to dinner and all that was not anything totally weird. I mean, I take female managers in my business out to dinner or lunch or whatever. What? You yeah, do? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Surprise. And it, so it wasn't totally weird. You know, there's a different tone to it than me taking a female manager out but you know what's crazy what's that is that we have literally been with her for a year almost like well in a couple weeks it'll be a year that's what we're talking about that's so crazy when it fits it fits yeah and we weren't looking for it at at all and we've said that before that this was the last dynamic we thought that we would be involved in you know sometimes i'm like our show's boring all that we talk about is us and her (laughs) (laughs) which i guess that's our bit yeah it's our experience though so and we've evolved i mean we don't have claim to her you know she I've talked to her about some of her other play people. She knows about some of ours and stuff like that. So it's just, it's it's a mature relationship, I feel like. Well, we were laughing. She was talking about the one single guy that she likes that talks constantly. Oh, yeah. She said he played with him. And she said, just for curiosity, I went to see how long he would talk without noticing At, I wasn't talking. Sex, yeah. And she said an hour and 45 minutes. He kept no, telling I, stories. And I told her, I said, you need to like. Like send me like a four one one, and then I'll call and be like, "Hey, you need to come home. Like, give her some kind of back code. You know, like, come on, do something to get her out of it." Where I'm not like, I guess like with us, we're not like freaking out. Like, oh my god, she's playing with other people. We know she plays safe. That's nearly ninety nine percent of it for us. Yeah, that's it. Well, to prove that we do still play with other couples or involved with other couples, we actually kind of broke one of our rules and had a sleepover at a couple's house. Over the holiday. Yes, we did. Memorial weekend. I got in trouble for not telling you that part, but I didn't have that planned. It was just one of those deals that they live two and a half hours away. The only change of clothes I literally had was is if we went somewhere nice to eat. But it was well, one of those we, deals I knew we were going to be in the pool. We were going to go out to eat. And then we'd end up back in the playroom or the pool later. Well, and luckily I had enough clothes to sleep in and just wore what I wore down there home, you know. Contrary to what we talk about with Miss KB, we do still see couples on the side at times. <laughs> it's one of those deals we just kind of have to schedule, and we're not opposed to couples. I've actually kind of been reaching out to some recently. It's just what we've got with her fits and suits both of our needs very well. One of our good friends, Rob Little, the comedian, was in town here in Dallas, so of course we had to go see him. And we actually had another friend that was up. Did we bring him up from the Austin trip? Yeah, I think so. And he actually had a date show up, so we went on a date with him and his woman, and then the way, we actually spent like the weekend with him, because we went to dinner, and then we went to Rob's show. And then we went to a little bar next door that was closed, but they opened it up for us to about 3 a.m. Yep. For a little after-party crowd. Yep. And his drunk girlfriend invited Rob to the Renaissance Fair with us the next day. <laughs> Not realizing she was drunk and invited him to the Renaissance Fair. Yep, which it was fun. Rob needed to go. He had a really good time. He bought a full outfit while he was there. (laughs) So you actually ended up going and getting Rob at like 7 in the morning there in Dallas, bringing him back down here to the south side of the metro 
I think I was getting a workout and breakfast in. Yeah. Actually, we met him for breakfast yeah. at one of our little places. What's funny is we were waiting on the other couple. So it was me, you, and Rob. And me and Rob kind of slid into the booth part and we're sitting there next to each other. And you kind of <laughs> made the comment that we, that we look like a terrible middle-aged gay couple because we're you all guys, snuggled up on each other. You guys look like a couple and then I look like the oddball because I was like... I was waiting on the other couple to get there, so I sat at the head of the table, so it was like you two and then me (laughs) down at the other end. We didn't follow the typical lifestyle boy-girl, boy-girl scene. It was boy-boy and then you. (laughs) People were looking at us a little weird. Oh, well, fuck them. It was funny. Well, it's funny. Rob's a hoot to hang out with. Again, anytime you get a comedian that's sharp as he is, we were making a lot of weight jokes, and so we ate our breakfast. Each of us had a plate. Our friends showed up and ordered theirs. And granted, me and Rob have got these big plates of demolished food sitting in front of us. And the waitress comes out with our other friend's food and looks at Rob like, where am I supposed to put this? And he's like, that's not my food, you freaking witch. He's like, like, just because I'm the fat guy at the table doesn't mean that I'm ordering six plates of food. And it was the the girl of the other party, and she's small. Like, she was tiny, and it was like, she got the biggest plate. It was so funny. Ooh, and she was a whiskey drinker, too. I was pretty impressed with her. Yeah. She was hammering them, but yeah. she was also hammered by the time yes. the night was done. But the Renaissance Fair was fun. It's been a while since we've been with the group, and Bear Mike and Rob Little are cut from the same cloth that they're both crazy as fuck, and get a little bit of alcohol in all five of us. It got a little wilder. We got to laugh. You're talking about Rob getting outfits. We were... Rob gets kilt, the little Renaissance Fair shirt, or the little whatever you want to call it, and he's getting these boots. So as he's in there trying to try on these boots, he goes to pull them, and he cuts this huge fart while this cute <laughs> Renaissance stout chick is sitting there. And she kind of sits back, and she's like, God damn it, I knew that was going to happen eventually. And Rob is just mortified. He said, he was telling me later, he's like, there wasn't even any underwear or pants or anything to muffle it. He said, I just blew that shit out like a trumpet, and that girl just sat there. He said, fuck, there's nothing you can do to recover from that. I see you laughing over there. You got to own that shit, yeah. literally. <laughs> so then he went to take them off, and they're like, okay, so you don't tear them off, dude. And then he's bent over trying to pull the boot off and farts again. And she's just like, sir, I think you got a problem here. <laughs> he's like, I could not get out of Texas fast enough after that. He was like... I'm going to buy the most expensive pair because I feel so bad. <laughs> that, that poor girl earned her sale after that one. <laughs> yeah, what was funny, him, him and uh, Bear Mock were like, you got to check out this other girl over here. I'm like, yeah, send Rob over to fart on her. That'll impress her too. It <laughs> was so funny. Oh, going to the Renaissance Fair is so freaking fun. I can't believe we don't do that shit full time. I'm surprised that's not on our list of shit we're doing full time. What's crazy is we met a bunch of people that are lifestyle that met at Renaissance fairs. Yeah. So we know there's some crazy shit that goes on behind the scene at the camping at those. I'm, I say it every year. I'm shocked we're not more involved in it. Yeah. Me, him, and Mike were like, oh my God, look at the chick's boobs busting out on that. I mean, you know, they're in the corsets and bustiers and whatever, and there's just boobs everywhere. And you're like, whatever. I see it all the time. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm like a woman in a shoe store. I want to see every goddamn pair. <laughs> So we had a semi-large event come up recently through the Pineapple Playdate website. They hosted a takeover at the Nude Resort, the Purple Peacock. I was excited. You know me and my nudeness. That's the first time we've been in the Nude Resort this summer. Yeah. Other than laying naked in our backyard like freaks. Well, it's because we haven't had time. Can't say I got much of a tan line though right now. Why don't you tell them about our cabin? Because it was really neat. They have a couple on-site cabins. And the one. what was crazy is the one that we were staying in was what they call the charity cabin. 
and basically a couple owned it, renovated it, and then they donate the proceeds to a local battered women's shelter. Now, the proceeds go to a battered women's shelter, but the cabin is decorated in BDSM stuff. There was a little bit of a, what's the word I'm looking for there? Ironic. Ironic, yes. Here, here's some whips and chains, but this is all going to the battered women. But it will be rented out a lot because it's really cool. Oh, yeah. It was a nice cabin, and the whole the whole campgrounds are nice. Mm-hmm. We've been to two of the three or two of the four nude resorts here, and at this point, this one's our favorite. Well, and it's lifestyle friendly, so I like that. Well, you made a comment that everybody at this resort takeover this time got naked. Where but, last time they didn't. Yeah, the time before, there might have been 10 people naked. Naked. This one, everybody pretty much shucked clothing. But yeah. it was also smaller, the amount of people that were there. Yeah. Well, and you had your regular nudists that were there. And then you had our group that I was worried about how they would be, but they actually came in and just got naked. For some reason, lifestyle people don't like to get naked at nude resorts. I don't know why you're going there if you don't. Yeah, it blows my mind. Let's be naked. Come on, people. Which we were this time. Which there was a lot of events that they had going on throughout the weekend. And I actually joined one I don't typically do. Now you're going to enter the wet t-shirt contest originally. Yeah, but they didn't do it. Thank God. So you ended up doing what? Oil wrestling. Which it was actually just oil rubbing on everyone. Yeah, like eight girls naked in a kiddie pool rubbing oil on each other. Which wasn't bad. Yeah, just sliding around, playing. Yeah, it was fun. But I will say they used cooking oil, and so it was a bitch to get off. Were you talking about it smelling like popcorn butter or yes, something yeah, like that? Yeah, it smelled like a like I, I could have been popcorn. Like, that's what it smelled like. You were on your A game that weekend, actually, for some reason, a little frisky and ready to go. Me and KB had gone back to the cabin for a minute to do something, and while we were there, I heard pour some sugar on me coming from the club, and I, I made the joke. I'm like, I'm going to be pissed if Kimmy's up there stripping and we missed it. So it was your own damn fault. We're yeah, I know. So we walk, cabin. we walk back in, and you say, "Hey, I was just up there stripping." And like, God damn it! And all these guys were like, "Yeah, she did a hell of a job." Like, you know what's God. crazy though is I had to stop mid dance because they started the fog machine, and since I had I've had COVID, I notice I get my asthma flares up and I get more short of wind. And that fog, like they turned it on, and everyone was watching. And then I I literally did the splits and was like, "I'm done. I'm over." Did it, it. choke you up? Yeah, I couldn't breathe at all. It was so weird, and I was just like, oh my God, this is horrible. How embarrassing. Well, as you can tell, you and I are both kind of suffering from a summer flu, summer hay fever or something, and both wheezing today. Yeah. We're struggling to get through this episode. But we are. We're going to do it. Well, one thing that I thought was funny is everybody's got horror stories on single guys. I had a single girl issue at this one that was kind of odd. There was a, I'm going to say girlfriend, not necessarily attached to anybody, but... There was another girl that was in the pool that we'll mention here in a minute that had a full bush. And at some point she came over and literally grabbed this girl's bush, like a hand, fistful of hair, and pulled on it and was like, is that real? And she was like, why else would it be there if it wasn't? So she did that to that girl. And then that night I was sitting outside and I kind of had these mesh shearer shorts on. Yeah, we were dressed up in 80s. Yeah, for camp counselor night or something. They were Anyway, just some small kind of 80s looking shorts. And the girl acted like she was going to pour a thing of water on me. I'm like, yeah, that's not good. And she was like, those need to be wet. And I'm like, no, they really don't. And then two seconds later, she dumps this whole bottle of water on my freaking crotch. And I'm like, you know, if I had done that to a woman, especially after she said, no, don't. You would have been and it was a single out. guy or any sort of guy. That had been you know, grounds to be thrown the fuck out. But yeah, you would have been gone. That's what I was thinking. There, there really is a bad double standard when it comes to women versus men in the lifestyle. And it's not right. I don't think so. No. You know, who's really going to throw a fit? Some girl poured water on me. But again, if it was a 
woman then she didn't want a guy to do it that motherfucker be gone but yeah. i was just like really did you just fucking do it? and everybody was well, sitting there was like she just pulled that on other, you even grabbing the other girl's bush isn't okay it's just one of those things that just because you're a guy doesn't necessarily mean you're the problem it can go both ways yeah i mean we hear all the time oh it's just single guys no it's single girls too it's people without a lot of a uh, cooth for lack of better terms yep it's not specific to any gender or marital status now let's talk about the bush the bush girl the bush girl that was going to be Miss Kimmy. I think she was there last time because I feel like I've seen her before. So she's caught your attention for lack of better terms. Yes. So give some descriptions. She had dreads. Which seems to be a trigger point for you. I know. I said it. I said it a long time ago. You did. Whatever program you're watching, the lesbian chick had dreads. and You, you just have to, to have dreads and I'm into you if you're a female. Which this chick was banging hot though. Would yeah. you have done it with the bush? Would that have bothered you? Well, I don't go down on girls, no, so no. it wouldn't have bothered me one day. <coughs> Ma'am, don't lie to you. Don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to change what you say now. I think it's out there otherwise. I typically do typically not go don't. down there on you go. girls. <laughs> You're straight till you're not. No, I don't say I'm straight. I become very sexually motivated at certain times. So yeah, I kind of thought that we were going to try to load her up. Load her up. <laughs> <laughs> sound like me i kind of thought we would go over to her hippie van because she did live in a van but it just didn't work out i've messaged her on instagram and if she comes through dallas we'll take her out for drinks or dinner yep oh wingman how's that <laughs> i thought it might have happened well again i don't know where you went back to the cabin i guess but uh i rubbed her up and down in the shower after the yeah, oil you, wrestling you told me that you and her were bathing each other after the oil wrestling i'm like fuck damn now, see, I don't want to be, I don't want to be, I've been accused of being up your ass constantly and not having a personality away from you. So I try to get a little bit of space. And then every time I get a little space from you, you're doing the shit that I wish I was there for. <laughs> you, you've got to do one or the other. You've got to put on a show while I'm there or not while I'm gone. You're just going to have to get better timing. I don't know what else I can do. <laughs> I don't know how I keep missing the shit. <laughs> What was funny is that girl kept saying, I'm going to bite your muscles. I'm going to bite your muscles. I'm like, okay, when you're ready. And I bought some new sh swim trunks for this event. Last time everybody was dressed. And I didn't really want to walk back and forth across the street to the cabins naked. So I came back in my shorts and walked up. She's like, all right, it's time. And she's like, peel those shorts down. And she bit me on the ass. And I'm like, damn, that was kind of nice. And you're like, uh, babe, you're getting a little hard. You need to get in the pool. I'm like, God damn it. All right. <laughs> One of the side effects of it. Yeah. Now, when I said that she is hippie, she really is. And she really lives in her van and does the van life. And she has like an Instagram where you can follow her and travel like she all her travels and stuff. So so if you run off and live with someone in a van. I know where to find you at. <laughs> if I decide I want to do the little tiny house van life. Not for me. You can. She's hot, but y'all can do that all you want. <laughs> Send me a postcard. I couldn't live in it. I could live in an RV with someone, but not a van like. Her little place was too small for two people. All right. You want to talk about one more other quick happening we had before we try to cover a topic? Yep. Let's get her done. Well, we were supposed to, as we mentioned a couple times, had a river float with a group of friends. And I think it was up to about 20 people. And prior to our 100 plus degree temperatures, we had some pretty good rains here in Texas and Oklahoma. Well, needless to say, the excess rain in Oklahoma brought the river levels up to where the rivers were unsafe to float. So one week out from our float trip, they actually canceled our float on us. So that meant there was 20 of us with nothing to do. So they decided to come to Dallas. Which it actually ended up being a trimmed down group. It wasn't all 20. I think uh, nine of them or so came. Yeah, but they all went to the spa because, you know, 
that's their thing. They love the spa. And since we both had to work, we weren't able to go, but we did meet up with them to hang out by the pool. And then we did go to dinner with them. Which we went to Dick's Last Resort, which that was the first time I've been. I was aware what, what it was. but. And if you have not oh been, you need to go. And Let me put it that ass, way. Uh, yeah, if, if you're thin-skinned, you probably shouldn't go there. Yeah. But if you're a smart ass or a lifestyle person, hey, it's the perfect spot. It's so funny. Well, it was crazy. They make all these paper hats with kind of raunchy sayings on them for everybody. What did yours say? I pushed my own head down. Yeah. And then yours was said something about Baby Gap shirts. Yeah, I bought my shirts at Baby Gap. One of our other friends, his said, Shh, don't tell the girl I'm with I'm actually gay. <laughs> yeah. The food was all right, but the ambiance was funny. And again, the waiters and waitresses are hateful and snarky, So, which is almost typical for some lifestyle people. So it was, it was really perfect. Yeah, it was, it was good. It was fun. Then we went, took them to our, to the lodge, our typical dinner on Saturday night. Well, earlier that day, we went and hung out at the pool with a couple of them. And yep. this is kind of a newer group we've been assimilated in due to Miss KB, her group of original group of friends. So we're hanging around them more and get to the, develop friendships with them a lot quicker. Well, and we've known these couples for a while, but not, more on an intimate level, I guess you could say. Like, we just know them as acquaintances. Yeah, most of all these people, we've been to their houses and so on. You know, out to dinner with them now versus just seeing them at a club over yeah. the last five years. I've really enjoyed getting to know them to the point where after the weekend, I sent a message and said, all right, just so y'all know, I've never had an orgy and I have picked my orgy. <laughs> I thought that was funny. I'm like, you actually did this? And you said, yeah. I'm like, wow, that's impressive, babe. Yep. Well, we kind of laughed that, you know, this one and this one have played with this one and this one and this one have played with this one. And we're like, why are we all just not doing it as a group? Yeah, exactly. I, I have a feeling that that's part of what might happen at Oklahoma City. Yep. I don't ever want to be presumptuous, but I have a feeling we're going to be having the fuck room. Now that they all know I want to do an orgy, it's going to happen. Because we're all going to be drunk and it's going to happen. I think it'd be easy uh, at yeah. this point, you know, a couple of them were talking to us and I, we went back and we're like, were they hitting on us or were they just being friendly? We weren't 100% sure. Well, on one of the couples, they drove in like, I think it took them 16 hours, like just because of traffic and wrecks and stuff. So it just, the timing for them was off. No big deal. Like we said, we'll see them again. And that's the reason I was like, hey, I know the timing's bad, but I've never had an orgy and I have picked my couples. Nobody said no, did they? No. Our snap group is now called Let's Fuck Each Other. I was going to say, I'm not in the snap group, so. (laughs) (laughs) Except for Lee. He's not welcome. That's right. Normally it's me that's not in it. Shit. And this time it's not you. But like you were saying, we did the lodge. Most of them haven't been there. Yep. And we went down to the gay hood. And it was, oh my gosh, let's talk about what we saw at the gay hood. You go ahead. That was a different. Oh my gosh. So obviously people watching is amazing. It's so fun down there. You see all kinds of outfits that are just crazy and I love them all. I love seeing the queens and everyone. We were up on this balcony and we were looking down. This car was at the stop sign. He turns and waves at me and I'm like waving. So all the girls are looking at him. And I'm like, are his pants down? And then they notice the next person goes, are his pants down? The next person goes, is he jacking off? And then the the next person was a guy and he goes, oh my God, he's jacking off. And then it's like the next person's like, yes, he's definitely jacking off. As he's turning, as this driver is turning. And I kid you not, this guy had his pants down, jacking off with all his windows down, the sunroof, everything, driving down street it was the most craziest thing i've ever seen (laughs) 
So then we kept watching, waiting for him to come back. <laughs> <laughs> Wonder, wondered why y'all kept wanting to drive around the block. What the fuck? <laughs> Wait, is that the car? Is that the car? Is he still jacking off? <laughs> you never know what you're going to see down there. I love it. It was so fun. And they had a good time. It's such a different environment down there. It's just so fun. So this is almost a given, but do we want to talk about any play? Do we want to? Of course. Of course. Well, let's not make the whole episode about it because we could kind of run away with it if we really wanted to. Me, you, and Miss KB, after everybody's date that night, the three of us ended up in bed, as usual. Actually, because we were staying with her, too. So <laughs> there was that. We were going at it pretty hard. Don't need all the details. There's a couple hot things going on. And honest thing I remember is she was having me fuck you at one point, And she was standing beside me. I was on the standing on the floor you were in the bed leg spread she was holding on to one leg i was holding on to one leg and she was yanking you into me while while i was fucking you and she kept telling you don't let her get away don't let her get away <laughs> because i tense up and tighten yeah. up she's like don't let her squeeze off of you now the don't let her squeeze off of you part we'll have to come back here in a minute to her turn on it so i think after we got you off you said okay it's time for you to get her off so you were helping me get her off, and somehow she was kind of halfway hanging off the bed. I, was, I think you and her were no, kind of in a 69 I, position. Yeah, her face was hanging off the bed, and I was standing over her face. And I was well, fucking her while yeah. on the bed, yep. and she had the vibrator. And at one point, she was squeezing off and doused the whole fucking bed. Which she I didn't just, have a yeah. towel down, and that's a big thing for so me. So Miss Come Nazi here automatically has a little fit. <laughs> She's like, that's why we put down an extra towel. Because <laughs> I don't want to sleep in that shit. So it was what, probably five in the morning, four or five in the morning. It was late. Yeah. We're like, fuck, it's early in the morning, late night, whatever. You're like, go down there and see if they, you can get some extra sheets. So <laughs> she's pretty drunk. I'd, I'd sobered up enough at that point. For some reason, she had me take her cup and she told me to put some ice in it for another drink or water or whatever for the night. So we go down the front desk and you know it's, it's early a.m. and the front desk lady's tired and seen it all. And she's like, um, ma'am, can we get some more sheets from my room? She said, we spilt something in the bed. And I'm sitting there with that cup. She's like, we spilled what was in that cup. And the lady's <laughs> kind of looking like, okay, more details than I needed. And she's like, oh, don't worry. It was just water. It'll clean up. And the lady brings us this big stack of uh, sheets and blankets. And she's like, well, y'all be sure and enjoy the rest of your evening like you have so far. And I'm like, oh, God, thanks. And I tell you that story. You're like, oh, my God, I'd have been mortified. Like, yeah, that lady knew what the fuck was going on. I would have been like... She squirted in my bed, and I'm not going to sleep in it. That's and she was like, we been. spilled something in the bed. It'll clean up. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. But like you are saying, I think there's an orgy coming with a group of us at some point. Yep. It was fun night. I liked hanging out with a group like that. I mean, if something happens, something happened. But we, we went out with just having fun and enjoying each other. We might play next time we see them. You know, there wasn't that, oh, my God, are we going to play? And that's what you're focusing on all night. I don't like that. Because then you miss out on the moment. Well, let's cover a quick topic. I know this might be a short episode, but something I wanted to bring up and it's kind of been on my mind with everything that's been happening this summer. And while I say everything, I'm talking everything in general. Yeah. Life, lifestyle, cars, family, kids. And what I want to talk about a little bit is FOMO. Do you know what FOMO is? I know what FOMO is. Do you? Yes, because I'm the one that told you what it was. Well, Miss Thing, tell me what it is again. Fear. Of missing out FOMO. Which, with everything going on, this uh, we missed a friend's birthday party recently. Well, and it was because I was sick, but, you know, the whole time I was like, oh, man, I really wanted to go, but... But it was also four hours away. Yep. And we have other travel coming up, and I've just come off some travel, and yeah. you were working, and I was just off the road, so there's only sometimes only so much we can squeeze into a day or week's time. Yep. 
Right now, uh, summer's worst, I think, for everybody. If you look at the month of July, we could have done four events every week. You know, there's lake trips constantly going on. Hell, this weekend's 4th of July. We really don't have a plan yet. Yeah. I'm sure we'll be seeing pictures of everybody's lake trips and be like, fuck, I wish we did that. Yep, pool parties, meet and greets. I mean, there's something almost every day in the summertime. A couple of things to think of when FOMO that pop up is your obligations. And that's that could be work, family, financials, another big thing. Hell, yeah, we, we would like to do all the lifestyle cruises every year. But, you know, $4,000, $6,000 a pop, that's not going to be feasible every every one of them. Yeah. Well, especially in the DFW area, like I said, there's pool parties constantly. There's meet and greets. There's bar crawls. There's um, events. There's so much, like, constantly. You just can't do it all. And then you, you're you seeing all your friends' pictures on all the social medias, and you're just like, oh, my gosh, I'm missing out. Do you get FOMO personally? I do not. I, I know you do. Well, with that said, do you think FOMO relates to possibly a certain type of personality? I do think it's a personality trait, the FOMO. Off the top of my head, I would say it's someone that needs to be involved, someone that's got to, I don't want to say be the center of attention, but kind of the type A personality. You want to be in the middle of everything. Well, I've never been the type to be content to just sit. Yeah. It's something I've had to learn with you. You know, you like your downtime and like to unwind and like to relax. You know, cook dinner at home, watch a movie. That's been something that I've had to physically work on to meet a balance with you. Well, it's like this last weekend, I was sick, and you were like, what are we going to do? And I'm just like, I'm sorry, I can't do anything. You can go without me, but I I need to rest. I need to not go. And you just like get antsy, like you don't know what to do. Well, this past weekend, I was feeling bad too, so that was more of a, do I need to do something for you? I was thinking I was probably worse off than you were, when in actuality, you were the worst of the two. My deal was just, you know, do I need to entertain you this weekend? And when you said no, hell, with the exception of going to the gym once, I literally sat and watched TV all weekend just because I felt so bad. Well, and I slept all weekend, grabbed my antibiotics, and I was out. But with FOMO, I can say I've always kind of had it or the need to constantly do something. You know, I think about my powerlifting days. You know, I would literally have not even completed a meet yet, and I was already planning the next one, you know, three to four months down the road. Say, hey, I'm going to St. Louis this weekend. Two months from now, I'm going to one in Dallas. Three months after that, I'm going to one in Chicago. I wasn't even giving myself enough time to grow and get stronger and was already planning the next one. Car shows, stuff's kind of the same way. We've been to two car shows. We've just hopped back into it and been to two car shows this year. Yeah. Just, and, you know, there's been times where I've looked to see where the next close car show is. I think part of it probably has to do with, with an addictive personality as well. Yeah, and that's what I agree with that, where I can turn off and turn on like, I, I can't say I'm addicted to anything, to be honest. You get so focused on what you have going on that it consumes you. Where I'm just like, okay, you want to go? Let's go. Okay, I don't feel like going. You know, like it's... I am very focused and programmed. There's not a lot of uh, detours and free time when it comes to me. I used to laugh. I chose not to go in the military when I was younger because I didn't want anyone telling me what to do. And now I look back at it, I'm like, that would have been the perfect lifestyle for me. Get up at a certain time, you eat a certain time, you do this at a certain time, you go to bed. You literally know your A to Z routine. So it's kind of like living with me. <laughs> yeah. Living with an OCD person, it's pretty close. And I know if I don't turn the soup labels the exact same way and alphabetize the soup labels, I'm going to get beat like a stepchild. Yes. So where I kind of wanted to push that to is let's talk about how you balance your FOMO a little bit. I would say for us, we do a lot. And... 
I think that one thing we do is old school calendar. Now, now let me interrupt you something. You said you don't have FOMO, but I, I look at some of the things you've done, sports boosters, etc. You were very focused and line driven where you put everything else aside and focused on it. The, the time you spent doing sports boosters and et cetera, you a hundred percent live that lifestyle. Well, but it's because whatever I'm doing, the time the kids, our son was in basketball. So I dedicated my time to make sure he had a good time in basketball and it was good. Car shows, I will say that is something that I enjoy and I love. I've done it ever since I was younger. So when we want, like I'll go all out and do my pinup stuff, but I'm not like every weekend we've got to go to a car show. And that's where the FOMO is different for me because I'm not like, oh my gosh, we're not doing something lifestyle this weekend. Okay. You know, oh, well, we're going next week. Okay. You know, like I just, I can turn it off and turn it on where you struggle doing that. You know, on top of the, when I was doing the basketball boosters, I was doing the lifestyle stuff. I was, you know, like I do, I do a lot of stuff, but when I do something, I go a hundred percent doing it. If I half ass something, it's because I truly don't care about it. It goes back to that addictive personality. And that's like me on a diet counting my fucking almonds. You know, 28 almonds is a serving, and I'm in there counting out 28 almonds rather than just taking a handful and saying it's 31 or 32 is all right. No, it's not 28. That's not what they said. Yeah. I struggle with that. I don't know if that's type A personality or what, what that is, but that's always been one of my downfalls is flexibility is not my strong point. Yeah, it's not. It's not a bad thing either. You got to have people that draw the line and push it too sometimes. Yeah. Let's talk about balancing. Well, you mentioned the day planner and we've been living off that for the last six or eight years, mainly due to my work. I'm proud to say I've never missed an appointment or a class that I've been scheduled to do because I've been so thorough on my scheduling. Now we also learned to bring the lifestyle stuff into that. We have all my work stuff itemized out. We put birthdays on it. We put travel engagements on it, etc. Well, and what we also do, let's say lifestyle is we will go through, let's say, the month of July. We know in July there's naughty in New Orleans, so we write that on the calendar. We know that eye candy is going to have a party. We write that on the calendar. We know the pool parties in Oklahoma City are going to be in July, so we write those on the calendar. And then as times come up, you know, we get a little bit closer to time, we'll be like, is this something in reality we're going to be able to do? Have we saved the money? Do we have the time? Is it going to fit into our schedule? I mean, you just got to be honest, you can't do it all. So therefore, if not in New Orleans, we don't have the money, we're not going to go. We would rather because we go to a pool party that lasts a week long, you got to pick what you're going to do. We also sometimes say we operate on a first come first serve basis. Now, if you say I've got a birthday on July 16th and Naughty New Orleans is July 16th, we're probably going to Naughty New Orleans. Yeah. What we, we mean by that is we've got some friends who actually got a date tomorrow, a sushi date set up with tomorrow. They said, what about this date? Yeah, we're free. We can do it. We know some people that will say, hey, can you do it Wednesday? And they'll say, well, let me see if I have something else pop up. Like, no, I'm not going to treat you like that. If I'm open, put you on the calendar. We, we don't play the game of, we're going to one-up, and yeah, I'm not, not going to wait along. for a better date for tomorrow. Um, we've already scheduled these guys. If someone else wants a date, hey, I've got this date next week. Well, and I will say this, especially with us, if you schedule a date with us and you cancel it, and then you go with someone else to something, like you know, you're doing the one-up deal, we won't schedule another date with you. We don't want value. We won't waste yeah. our time on that. 
Yep. And what we do hear about that, and I'm just like, that's just total shit. There would be very few reasons. And I think we did a friend's wedding like that once before. We got actually the couple that we spent the weekend at at the pool. They had a wedding. We were only one of two lifestyle couples invited. We actually had something else scheduled, a small party or birthday or something. that said, hey, this wedding kind of trumps what they've got here. Sorry, I just can't make it. But I I think that it's important to realize, be honest with yourself and realize, hey, do I have the money to go on a cruise every weekend? Or do I have the money to go, let's just say the local club, you know, the lifestyle club. Do I have the money to go every weekend? Because, you know, like we've ran into that where people are like, oh, we can't go to dinner. We don't have money. But yet you're going to the club every weekend. So we're obviously not a priority to you because you're worried about going to the club where we're trying to make a more of an intimate connection. You got to learn the balance. Well, one thing we discovered early on in our marriage, trying to fit everything that we had prior to lifestyle or when lifestyle first came in, is if we don't adequately plan, then it can lead to burnout a lot easier. You know, first thing we really ask ourselves and have learned to ask ourselves recently is do we really want to be at this event or are we just looking for entertainment? And again, I'm the world's worst. On Saturday, we got to go somewhere. We got to go somewhere. Why do we have to go somewhere? Well, because I need entertainment. Well, and then, you know, you'll get there and then you'll be like, not enjoying yourself. Why am I there? Well, it's because you felt like you needed to go, but you're burnt out on going to the same club or the same people, the same events. Take a break. You don't have to do that. For me, when I see people that force themselves to go out constantly or force themselves to be around, you know, go to the same club or be around the same people and they're not enjoying it. For me, I feel like look at, they need to look at themselves. Are they happy with their selves? Are they happy in their relationship? What's really going on? Why are they so miserable? Because you're making yourself miserable when you're so focused on some of that stuff. That's probably a good psychological question to ask yourself. Can you sit in a room and be happy by yourself? Or can you sit in a room and be happy with your spouse? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> we didn't really discuss that before, but I'm fine sometimes just driving in silence and it, it gets to you because you have to, you are programmed a little different there that you have to have that noise. Hell, I've, I've driven from here to El Paso 10 or 12 hours, not even turn on the radio, just alone in my own thoughts. You do not want to leave me with my thoughts. Let's put it that way. No, <laughs> no, I'm going to write down some of your thoughts sometimes just so I can remember them. <laughs> That'll be showing itself building off what we just talked about. When we first started going to the club, we would go Friday and Saturday. And you're spending all this money to go. Yeah. And there were times where when we were showing up, it was just, it was almost a force of habit or an addiction to the point where I would ask you, do we really want to be here? We're we're not accomplishing what we want to. No, we weren't meeting any new couples. We weren't playing with the couples or we had already played with them and didn't want to play with them again. And you're just kind of like, eh, why do I really have to dress up? Do I really have to go? Like it was just kind of, eh. We've had that talk recently about my sugar and food addiction. You know, I'd eat a dozen donuts after one of them. They're really not satisfying. Even taking a bite out of one of them just kind of satisfies me now. So it's kind of same thing with going out to the same place every night. I'm not really changing anything and not really feeling it after that first little nibble. Yeah. I mean, you, you need to really look at what you have going on and figure out, are you just burnt out? Are you doing the same stuff? Why are you doing it? Just looking at some of the stuff we're talking about, it's surprising that I'm not a drug addict or a alcoholic, really the way I'm programmed. Yeah. I mean, because I've been a workaholic. I've been a 
shopaholic. I've been a you have an addictive personality, but you have never done anything, drugs or anything like that. So it, it is bizarre. It is there. I mean, with everything I do, I get spiraled into it and yeah. have to know everything about it and have to focus all my time on it. Again, ba- balance is a hard thing for me to find. And it's it'll probably never be something that I assimilate. Yep. Which brings us to our next topic. How do we find balance? It's crazy how that just segued right in. For me, like I've said, get out of your routine. You've got to try new stuff. Try something that's not related. Try something that's different, different scene, different stuff. You know, it's kind of like our lifestyle, how we play. We, if you have to put a label on us, say we play as same room, same couple, blah, blah, blah. But we have such a connection with our non-girlfriend girlfriend that if we only said that, then we would be stagnant. We're not growing. We're not learning. But we are now because we took that risk of, hey, We're going to try this with this unicorn. And then, you know, over the year, you've spent the night with her. And now to say that, I don't know if you would spend a night with her next weekend. You might not. You might. But that's for us to decide on how, where we are. So trying to find that balance of we got to try it. Then we talk about it. And then we're going to go back and forth on, is it something we need to do, want to do? Does it fit us? Does it not? Did we get something out of this? Did we not? I think evaluating and adapting is an important thing to say there. Sit back and say, did did you gain anything from it? Was this something, you know, it was an experience, but is it the direction you want, direction you want to go? But kind of what I was wanting to get out there is we've been doing more car stuff and it, it's felt good. We have not been out of the house for anything in three weeks now. Yeah, it's definitely been a while. I've kind of been fine with it. It's Sometimes I think, again, going back to that addictive personality, I could probably be a hermit too. Me and wife number one were introverts that never left the house. Which so, blows my mind because if I'm like, um, can we just stay in tonight? You're like, what? The other thing I want to get at there is to find balance. Change up the clubs you go to. Change up the style you play. Ask somebody out on a date. Like I would said earlier, you've got to try something different because if not, you're stagnant. And you don't want to be stagnant. Go to a different club. We were going to lifestyle clubs. And then we were just kind of getting to the point where we were not liking the clubs. Because we were like, eh, now we've started going down to the gay hood. And we absolutely love it. We take dates down there. We have so much fun. Well, if you don't think that's going to be an option, possibly even look at the option of taking time away from all of it. As they say, absence makes the heart grow fonder. Yep. Definitely. I think the next lifestyle event we go to, we're going to be ready to throw down just because, again, we've been in the house for a month. Well, we're going to come at it with a new set of eyes and a new attitude rather than this is the same shit we've been doing every weekend for the last 52 weeks. Yeah. We're not going to be like, oh, we're going to go be around lifestyle people. Hmm. You know, we're going to be like, fuck yeah, let's go. Mom will be ready to throw down. Yes. Well, I can say last year I had a little bit of FOMO missing out on Naughty New Orleans. Again, it's been a big staple of who we are for the last five or six years. When I started asking around, there were people that said, eh, it really wasn't worth the time or the money last year. Looking back, you know, did we really miss anything? Well, it was definitely a different crowd because of the COVID. So I think that we made the right decision, though. I can say the only one that I really have FOMO on missing, and we have never had a bad time there, is the Houston Eye Candy Parties. For some reason, those just seem to fit who we are. And, you know, you've asked that before is, why is it so much different when we go to Houston Club for one of these than when we go to Austin or Dallas or New Orleans? It just it has a different feel, and maybe it's just that we get along with Houston people really well, but that's one that I, I, I really dread missing. You really have FOMO when it comes to them. Well, the other one is my Lone Star Roundup car show. 
I have not missed that one since you and I have been together. There have been some times that I think there was one year that one of the kids had a prom. We only and, went in for a day. Yeah, we drove we down still there went. and went for a day, which filled the need. But again, I've seen pictures of it the rest of the week that everybody's posting on Facebook. And I'm like, damn it, I missed a lot. Well, even when I broke my foot and I had a boot on, yeah. I still went. We've been there during 42 degree weather and, you know, tornadoes. <laughs> we, yep. We've been to that car show in bad weather and it's been experiences, but it's one of those that I, I would rather lose a toe than miss that car show. Right at this point, I'm not going to say there's a lot of lifestyle events that I feel the same way that I do about that car <laughs> show. There aren't many lifestyle events I'd lose a toe over. Let's yeah. get this uh, kind of winding down. And here's one that I brought up and it may or may not fit, but kind of postpartum blues after an event. You probably don't, but is that something you've experienced before? I haven't, but I think you have. Maybe not so much that I've gotten older. Maybe when I was younger and didn't quite put the same effort into it. And I'd have to say that's probably one of the things. We have seen people that get it, though. You fall into a depression or a funk after a big event that they planned a year for, like the pool party. or I feel that way about the pool party. That last day when we're packing up on Sunday, I'm usually exhausted. But I'm like, oh, man, I've got another year before I can come back and throw down like this again. See, and I don't think that way. I just think, all right, I'll see these guys another weekend. Like, it's not... I have a different programming, I think. Last year, I was like, my dick is sore. <laughs> I'm going to need 52 more weeks to recover. <laughs> but I think one way to keep out of postpartum blues is make the most of it in the moment. As I said before with my powerlifting, you know, I would be planning the next meet before I'd even competed at the one at hand. That's, that's not living in the moment. That's living for the future. And if you keep living for the future, you're going to miss so much that's happening today. Well, it's like big lifestyle events. When you leave and you're like, oh, I should have talked to them. I should have done this. I should have done that. Don't have that. Live in the moment. Go talk to them. Go be up front and be like, hey, you want to go play? Like, don't regret what you have going on. Well, it's the same way with nude resorts. How many times have we heard people say, you know, I went to Secrets. And I got naked on the last day. I wished I'd done that on the first day. Yeah. So next time you go, get naked on the first day. Get naked. Well, let's kind of close this whole topic up. I think on all of this, what you really need to do is identify what it is you're missing. And I think that's where a lot of people fail. They just say, hey, I'm missing not doing this. But, you know, really drill down and explain to yourself or your spouse what it is you're missing. Well, and you need to look at why are we going to these events? Are we truly tired of them or is it what we are doing? Is it the same thing? You're not enjoying it. Live in the moment. Make the most out of what you have going on. Budget, 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 budget. If you're going to go on a cruise in November, don't go to the club every weekend in the summer and not have any money saved up. Make a bigger plan because these lifestyle stuff, it is expensive. It's not a cheap hobby. Yeah. But if it is the people part you're missing, you don't have to go to Naughty New Orleans to foster that environment. You can go to a small meet and greet. As I was saying earlier, we've been inviting a lot of people out on two by two dates recently. We're just, we're tired of the clubs. We're tired of this scene. We're tired of that. We've got some dates lined up that, you know, we're not going to have to chase around a club. You know, I've just told these people, let's go to dinner and see what, ha or in drinks and see what happens from there. And you need to look at, is what you're doing working or not? Well, some people just go to the clubs. You know, I think they like the experience the, of the, the noise and the music. Yeah, yeah. The noise and the music. You don't necessarily have to go to... You don't have to go to a lifestyle club and spend a hundred bucks to get in for that. Have some, have some friends over, jam out your yeah. TV or radio well, in your garage. And, and how many times have we gone to um, a live band somewhere on a date and then you're able to talk, eat, you listen to the live band, and then you can go back and play or whatever afterwards. I mean, 
Look at what you're doing. You need to be honest with yourself. Realize, am I getting FOMO? Am I getting burnout? Do I have postpartum blues? Like what's, what's really going on with myself and us as a couple in the lifestyle? Well, Miss Thing, I think we about beat this to death. We knew it was going to be a short episode and late in the month episode, but I think we're going to have probably two badass episodes almost back to back. Our next one will be probably week after next after Naughty. Yep. And then the other one will be first of August with OKC Pool Party. Yep. We're fixing to have two two back to back with some fun events. There are going to be some stories to be told. Oh, definitely. So everybody, thank you for your patience on keeping up with us, even with our delays. Things should move forward at a quicker pace from here on, we hope. Yep. And everyone, let's go Flamingo. Thank you for listening. Please reach out to us and let us know your thoughts. If you're interested in reaching out to us, you can find us on Twitter at SwingingFlamingOne. We are on Instagram as Swinging Flamingos. We can also be found on Facebook as Swinging Flamingo Podcast. Be sure and check out all the other great shows on Full Swap Radio and be sure and grab our sexy merch available on FullSwapShop.com. And as always, let's go Flamingo!